This is episode 157, Ask Grass or Podcasts. It's the Tone Control, and nobody rides for free. <laughs> that's the, that is the best title we've ever had. <laughs> that's, it's like the king of titles. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday, Tone Day. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm doing, like I said a minute ago, I'm trying a new uh, trying window, a new window orientation. Wasn't wasn't at all prepared for the uh, like WWE level of, yeah. of introduction that of I was about to machine, hit you with. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I'm on my desk. Uh, my microphone is to just slightly to my left. Yeah. So it's in the way of part of my screen. But I don't really need to to keep like a super eye on GarageBand or my notes or, or my uh, my titles and stuff. So that okay. can hang out down there. So now, like in the top, this is look at this. This layout is hotness. Hang well, on. Well, don't say look at it. Pick. This is an audio medium, Derek. I'm gonna send a friggin' pick. Uh oh, he's picking. Uh, I'm picking. That sounds really <laughs> gross. I'm not doing that. I'm just. Uh, let's see. Where are we? Tone control live chat. Yes. Boom. Send. Send. Upload Derek's computer. Do everything I say. Oh, it's coming. Okay. You have a big screen, my man. So it's a 27 incher, my dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I use my I use my laptop. It's a 15, and then I've got a screen right above that that is uh, almost the same size uh, physically, but it's like a it's like an old square or sorry, like a four by three. It's like a yeah. Um, and so there's, that's where I keep the browser up there. And then I have discord and pro tools down here. And yeah, I have, um, my laptop at work is a 16 by nine and I have two four by three monitors <laughs> and it's just sucks. Like, it's, I like having two extra monitors, but the four by three is so bad. Yeah, it is. And, and I like, I, I have them oriented. So the other one's above the laptop. Yeah. And so when I mouse up to go onto the other one, uh, it's actually pixel wise, it's narrower. So I have to like, if I go to the edges of my screen, I can't go up to the other monitor. I have to go into like about about fifteen percent in from the edge of the mon- of the screen mm-hmm. before it will go up yeah. to the other one because it's actually a lot less screen space. But this is this is great content right here, isn't it? It's the best. I bet everybody's um, glad I... they waited two weeks for this. <laughs> I just had like a change at work, and so like somebody pointed out to me. Oh, you know, it would be really great if we could get widescreen monitors because a handful of people have widescreen monitors at work, but they're a really hot commodity. Yeah. So, like, it's basically like when you move desks, you're not supposed to take any of your peripherals with you unless they're your own property. Mm, Um, So that way, like, the cubicle is like the cubicle. You know, it stays there, Um, except widescreen monitors. You take those with you because people will just steal them for their own desks. So somebody mentioned to me today, like, I asked IT if I could get a widescreen because this new team that I'm a part of is going to be doing a lot of document creation and management, and it would be nice for that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, yeah, just send an email to, to whatever, whatever at snhu.edu, and um, we'll, we'll get you a couple. <laughs> like, there is no, 
<laughs> there's nothing in the way of everyone getting them. And they were like, actually, yeah, it's it's cheaper to get the widescreens now. Um, we're having a hard time getting the 4x3s. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, see? That's what you get for yeah. asking. Oh, wait, we're getting other office pictures in the chat. I'm going to repost mine because I accidentally had a couple post-its with some sensitive information Oh, I, <laughs> on, I just on the re- bottom of my monitor. <laughs> Uh, not that sensitive, but stuff that I probably shouldn't just post oh, on the man. internet. Yeah. A, Jonas is triple screening. Yeah. The yeah. triple screen is nice. I do appreciate a good triple. Actually, that looks like a dual screen, like clamshell mount kind of situation. That's what that looks like right there. It looks like he's shopping for speakers. Is that the 7080? Wait, zooming in. Enhance. I have a 7080. Enhance. I don't think it is. I think it just looks like it. Open original. Do it, Discord. G12K or G12H? G12K. G12K. There it is. Derek, there's still a post-it here. There's still two post-its. Wait, did I post the wrong I think you posted the same one back in. You posted the sensitive information one again. I just took a different photo. You're a wild security risk. I am, I know. Let's just get rid of that bad, Larry. Um, <laughs> there it is. That's weird. It didn't pop up in my my camera roll. Strange. <laughs> anyway, that is. Yeah. Revenge um, of the Jedi. In the background. I uh, yeah, well, not quite, but yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. We should, was that was uh, that a good was that good show intro banter. I'm really distracted by Jonas's workstation. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about it some more? I say, <laughs> no, I say I let's do it. Um, okay, we should talk about podcasting things. We could. So we could. Well, we could. Uh, I said to you earlier today. I had one of those days where I just could easily spend an entire workday doing podcast management stuff mm-hmm. and finding little ways to get the show out there and to update our whole presence and, and have fun with our new platform and Discord and Patreon and all that. Um, it's really hard to refocus and do work when I'm having a day like that. <laughs> like yeah. do work at my job. Yeah. So um, one thing many people in the Discord I hope have noticed by now is that I added a bot called Mesix. And it's based on Mr. Meeseeks, and it'll basically do anything we want. So uh, it's helping us manage the show and stuff like that. And it's doing some really fun things for people in the server. The more you chat, the more XP you can gain, and you can get ranks and do some cool things and, and level up, climb the, climb the leaderboard and level up and all that stuff. So the more you chat, the more points you get. What do the points get you? We're not really sure yet, but there will sure, certainly be some kind of cool thing to uh to give you a shout out <laughs> or to have you possibly on the show with us if you reach a special rank. So keep chatting. Um XP is awarded randomly per minute that you are chatting. So it's per you minute? can't just spam I think it's per minute. Yeah. You can't spam the chat with butts and it's it's not a per message basis. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Got it? But 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 <laughs> oh God, they're spamming the chat with butts. <laughs> chat with butts. This time it was me. But, 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 so, and then one, one really quick thing to point out is that XP is not gained in the, uh, tone control live chat channel because that's exclusive to Patreon supporters. And I don't oh, want people who are supporting our Patreon. It wouldn't be fair to those folks who are in here chatting with us on Thursdays where other people don't even have access. So it's open to all of our regular open channels. It's just while you're in here, it doesn't count. Yeah. 
Sure. Okay. Sure. Smart. smart. Wicked smart. Wicked smart, dude. Um, so, it's fun. It's and then you can do other things like ask it to pull up YouTube videos and and look in. Yeah, and you can tell it for to Pokemans search for things and, <laughs> and po- <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you, I, I think I can do this. Let's see, Pokemon uh, Pikachu. Does it have access to this channel? Boom, oh, it sure does. <laughs> Gives you all the info about Pikachu. So it just did like a Google stat card on Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank, thanks, Mr. Me. How, how do you make them go away again? You tell them they completed their task or something and they evaporate? I think it's they have to complete their task, but not that you tell them. Not that you tell them. I can't it's remember the right. plot now. It was like <laughs> it, it was like there was one that he kept being not satisfied by and it wouldn't. Oh, it, it was wasn't like two strokes die. off Jerry's golf game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, seems like a risky click, Jonas. I'm not clicking that. Well, I think that's that, that is images that might load in after a minute. Remember how oh, slow yeah, Discord taken, gets when we do this? Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's the update with Discord. Um, I'm trying to find some cool, fun things for participation in the server. Yeah. And I'm just generally trying to grow the channel or grow the server and grow the podcast and stuff like that. So if you're appreciating the show and you like what you're hearing, please share it with your friends, uh, share it with your mom, share it with your mom's friends, all that kind of stuff. So do so. Yeah. Man. yeah. Ooh, I think my voice cracked. I heard that. That's fun, right? That's embarrassing for you. Well, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's tough to embarrass me these days. I've been talking on this microphone too long. That's uh, true. Truly. I don't think I have any more dignity is what it comes down to. <laughs> or is it shame? I don't know if I know the difference between dignity and shame anymore. I've been here for too long. I don't think it's the podcast that led you to that. No, you think that was something <laughs> external, something that comes alongside the podcast. Hey, um, uh, do you want to do, uh, do you want to do a podcast? Do you want to yeah, do usually a podcast? <laughs> do you want yeah, to? Most, most of the time I want to podcast like whatever is currently happening. Yeah. I'd rather be podcasting pod, is what your shirt would say. Oh, I need a bumper sticker that says I'd, I'd rather be casting. <laughs> my my, and other, then people my can, other car is a podcast. <laughs> if you can read this, you're too close yeah. to my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, what else? What else? Um, uh, uh, what else? What else? Uh, uh, ask, thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring grass? the oh, control. <laughs> Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. Uh, yeah, nobody, nobody writes free. Or, ask, ask grass no, or podcasts. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that I was might be say it, nobody folks. podcasts for free. <laughs> nobody what for free? Sorry. I was going to say nobody podcasts for free, but. <laughs> oh, but it's on your car. I, I don't know. Yeah, they could pay you in podcast anyway. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the official start of the podcast. Ten whole, eleven whole minutes later. <laughs> Kablamo! Um, I'm drinking more whiskey. I bought some gin recently. Oh uh, man, gin, gin used to be kind of your thing, didn't it? Yeah, and I remember why. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. It's it, well, it hit above fifty degrees Fahrenheit here, so it, yeah. that means it's gin and tonic season. It's gin time. <laughs> gin time. <laughs> it's good, man. I got some Japanese gin. It's very nice. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah, it's very floral and botanical. Mm-hmm. It's good. Nice. 
Nice. So, um, you want to talk about the Fender Mod Shop? Well, yeah. So Fender Mod Shop. We have to. (laughs) (laughs) Fender Mod Shop adds an all rosewood neck option to five popular models. Approximate read time: two minutes. Yeah, it's probably about an approximate podcast time as well. All right, let's do it. You got two minutes. (laughs) Um, These look so stark. Yeah. So, are you familiar with the Fender Mod Shop? Why did I say it like that? Fender Fender Mod Mod Shop, (laughs) like where they do weird stuff, but it's not the custom shop. Like no, um, well, kind of. The Fender Mod Shop is when you can go online and use their web-based guitar builder tool and put together your own guitar and oh. order it. Yeah, yeah. So you can buy, choose the Tele body or the Strat body or Jazzmaster, whatever you want, and then add all the hardware and the pickup types, neck shape, fret size, colors, all that stuff. So you can, and, yeah. th- and they'll just like run it in the production line for you wow. and send it to you. And it's made in the U.S. and it's it's cool, right? It's just such a What's- great. What kind of upcharge do we get to customize? Like besides um, the actual cost of the parts, you know what I mean? Like, is there a way, like, uh, like, like we could, we could enter there right now and we could build like exactly what exists at a music store oh, right now just to see yeah, what the cost is. Yeah, like a regular is. American built Stratocaster or something. Right. Um, so if you were to get an all Rosewood neck Strat, it would set you back 1700 bucks. Okay. However... Rosewood necks are not super common. Yeah. And I'm pretty surprised to see that they've added this. And and every now and then they add new stuff to the to the mod shop. And Rosewood Necks is the latest one. So you can add it to the Strat, a Tele, uh, a Jazzmaster, a P bass, and a Jazz Bass. Cool. Solid Rosewood neck. It looks sharp. They're very dark. If you're familiar with George Harrison's Rosewood Telecaster, it looks like that. And I think instead of putting a, a silk screen Fender logo on it, they actually like laser cut the logo into the headstock. Yeah, it's face. like so dark. It's so dark. Yeah. Wicked dark. It's the blackest black. None more black. Yes. It's cool though. I mean, for seventeen hundred bucks, like that's that's a lot that of money. Seems about but it, right, it's, though. For it's approachable. Mm-hmm. Certainly approachable, I think. And and considering you're getting a guitar that is. For you, you know, it's it's yeah. not something off the shelf. Now, the strings on the pictures here look immense. Like this looks like computer graphics oh, or something. A, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a, a render. render. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. like, this looks bonkers. It looks like there's bass strings on this guitar. No, no, they're not actually. <laughs> it's, it's just like a, a projection, kind of like a like yeah. an estimate of what it's it'll look project, like. So projection of your imagination as you build the guitar. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's make a rosewood necked Telecaster, huh? Okay, I'm gonna Shall make we? something. I'm gonna make something else. I'm gonna make the bet. Oh, I got the weirdest phone call the other day. Here, you build oh, a really? guitar. I I got to tell okay. you about this, and I I'm not. I want to stress that like I'm not speaking bad about this person. I actually don't know who this person is, and who knows they could even like listen to the podcast or something. Um, but this is so unusual that I have to tell this story. So I'm I'm driving to pick up. Uh, my daughter from school. Whoa. Sorry, I'm reading some other stuff here. You can <laughs> also get mahogany. <laughs> no, you can get mahogany necks and um, roasted maple necks also. Nice, nice. Yeah, anyway, continue. Uh, okay, so um, so anyway, I'm, I'm driving in the car and I get a call on my business line 
And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, okay, whatever. I'm I'm in the car, but you know. So I, I answer, and this this guy talks to me, and he he just says, "So I am going to the I th- I, th- I can't remember what he said. Like I think it was like the the music program or maybe music technology program at CCM, which is the uh, conser- Cincinnati uh, I think Conservatory of Music." Um, it's a college okay. here. Um, he says, I'm, I'm going to be attending this program and I want to know what bass I should get. Should I get a P bass or a jazz bass? Whoa. And then he waits for my answer. <laughs> and like, you've got some kind of hotline. Well, for- so now I, in my head, I'm thinking this is, these are all the thoughts that are going through my head. At first I'm thinking, uh, it, he sort of like launched in kind of quickly, almost like I already knew who he was. So it makes me wonder if, if it's, has it somebody I've talked to, but I forgot to save their number or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, but I, you know, it's my business line. So I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm just like trying to go through that, like as politely as possible. So mm-hmm. then I'm thinking, am is this like a, a crank call? Is somebody like, cause I, I don't, well, I mean, that's that's a pretty bad question for a crank call. It, it <laughs> is, but like, I don't know where this is going. It's it's odd. It's unusual. It seems to me that somebody would call up a random recording studio to ask them this question, right? Like, why aren't they at the music shop talking to the guitar guy there or something? But but I don't know. Maybe yeah. I look approachable on my website or something and look like I would have an opinion on that. And I said, so that's so. This is what I said to him. I said, um. That's that's a, a that's a question that probably doesn't really have an answer, but it has a lot of things that could influence your opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But let me ask you this: What brings mm-hmm. you to my door asking about what bass to get? Yeah, you know, so I'm trying to like mm-hmm. trying to get out of him. Like, what 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 is what is this? People usually call is, me because they want something you? recorded yeah. or mixed. You know what I mean? And you ask me what bass yeah. you should get. That doesn't really seem like it has. That much with, to do with no me. introduction, right? It's not like, hey, I'm so and so. I'm wondering if you could have a minute, like, yeah, yeah, and and, and so, uh, so I, you know, I said, what what brings you to my door? And he said, well, um, I'm I'm thinking of of playing in some bands too, and I want to make sure it's good for playing out and for recording. And now I'm thinking, okay, so I think this is a legit call. And a guy just thought mm-hmm. I should get the opinion of a recording studio pro on what bass to get. <laughs> but what? I'm and, and and then I'm like, well, the answer still is I don't know. They both have good qualities. You should probably look on YouTube, see if you can find a comparison video, and then you should go to the music shop and try them out in your hands and listen to listen for the kinds of things that you learned to listen for in the YouTube video. Yeah, and then he was like, uh, "Uh, oh shoot, oh shoot, I have to take this call. I'm sorry, I'll call you back." And he like sounded like sincerely disappointed, and then hung mm-hmm. up. And he didn't call back, which is okay because I had the- no other information for him. He'd already extracted all of the information. Yeah, but what the hell? Like, who are you, Isn't dude? Isn't that unusual? Like, so it, so I mean, now it's, like it's, so it's either like big brain time, right? This guy might have had the best <laughs> idea ever. Maybe. Or like, why not? Like, if you could call Dave Grohl and ask him what guitar to buy, yeah. would you? Yes. <laughs> you know. Sure. But like, or have have I? Am I enough of a public personality? And I do not think this is the answer, by the way. Am I enough of a public personality that somebody was like, "I need to know what bass to get. I'm going to call 
the studio guy from that podcast. <laughs> that's I feel a, like that's I would ridiculous. lead with that. Like, hey, exactly. I heard- Exactly. Yeah. That's why I don't buy it. And and I wouldn't think that would be the case anyway. Cause like, it's on, like but. such a precise question though. <laughs> it it's so it's precise. not. What should I get? <laughs> like, and I think like he really thought I was going to say, oh, jazz bass for sure. Well, that's probably what I would have said. I probably would have said <laughs> jazz bass and then hung up the phone. <laughs> well, I have a jazz or, bass, actually, but I don't think know, that's the better. right answer. I would have. Talked at length about it, gotten off the phone, and Beth would say, who was that? And I'd say, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you super would. I mean, yeah, the, would the right the answer, fun. actually, now that I think back on it, and, and if I wasn't driving, maybe I would have been able to come up with this, but the right answer is the PJ, of course. Yes. Or a music right. man and just skip, you know, skip. Right, just caution to the entirely. wind. Yeah. <laughs> I've said it before. The pickup sounds good because it resembles a fist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and the 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 PJ pickups sound good because they resemble some really messed up stuff. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's a that is a very odd scenario. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I, uh, wow, cool, but yeah. like, what? <laughs> I know. So, so random. It just popped back into my head that I was like, oh yeah, like this is a fun story. Anyway, um, anyway. now that I soaked up a bunch of time, I expect you have created a guitar. Yeah, I did. I made like a 72 deluxe type guitar and it was $1,700. So like, it's just, and, and when selecting other necks, it was floating between like 1600 and 1750. So like, it's sort mm-hmm. of just right in that zone. It's not a huge upgrade to go with the Rosewood neck. So I I guess the other the 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 main question that I had about what's an upcharge was really more to do with like um is it an upcharge versus if you just found something on the shelf you know like oh like if you were to go find a rosewood neck on a guitar in a right, store right if you were to like if I were to yeah. concoct something that I can find in a store would it be the same cost or would there you know what what kind of an upcharge would it be that I just customized I don't know. It, I really you know? don't know cuz I just Rosewood necks are so few and far between in my experience. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't really know what to compare it to. It's like a B bender, you know. You know they exist, yeah. but they're kind of like they're just not around. Okay, so I clicked on a P base, and I haven't customized anything on it, and it looks mm-hmm. it looks. I mean, it's it's alder. It's got whatever the default color, silver burst. I haven't changed anything. It says it's uh, seventeen hundred fifty bucks. Is that cool. the normal price for a P base? Um, uh, I don't know. Let's see. It's if we go to like shop by P base. I mean, let's see American Ultra series. American Ultra P base, which is the PJ combo, is nineteen hundred. So I don't know. Hmm. American Performer maybe. American Performer also has the PJ alignment. And is twelve fifty. American Pro Precision is fifteen hundred. American with uh, Pro. maple oh, fingerboard, okay. antique olive color. Huh. Yeah, I mean it's right up there with kind of conventional, high quality guitar pricing from yeah. Fender. Cool, and the added benefit of it being a custom color and electronics combo for you from the factory. I think that's the thing, right? Anybody could go buy guitar parts and build a parts caster. I mean, I've done it. True. And it's it's a blast, but there's still something about it that is not really officially sanctioned by Fender. 
because it's totally not. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I feel like it would be like this official word of like support. You know, it's kind of going to be backed by fender quality control and that kind of thing. Right. Nice. It's a good idea. I like the whole thing about it. Yeah, it seems like it's not a, a wild upcharge. I think it's. I think it's great. Yeah. Shall we move on? Yes. Cool. Um, remember, like uh, over a year ago, we talked about the Ernie Ball VP Junior tuner pedal. Yeah, I sure do. And I kept asking, like, when's this going to come out? And then I actually reached out to them on Twitter. Yeah. And they said holiday 2019 or like winter 2019. Right. I was like, great. I'm in. Okay. It was a long time because it was, it was winter NAM 2019 that they announced it, which is in January. It's like, okay, but sure. Like let's go. And winter NAM 20 or yeah. Winter NAM 2020 came Mm -hmm. and went and there was nothing about it. (laughs) Yeah, and I, I actually like went back through our Twitter feed, and I was like, "Ooh, this did not age well." <laughs> you know, where is the VP Junior Tuner? But it's finally out. It just came out a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, now I don't remember. So just a little off the mark. But, oh yeah. yeah. I I don't remember this feature where it has a readout for what the what the volume setting currently is. Yep, it had that. Um, you okay. can choose to have it always be that, and then when it's fully healed down, it switches to tuner mode. Mm-hmm. Or you can Which have makes it always sense, be in tuner be mode. Mute, mute, bip, bip, bip. Wow, you'd be muted then, right? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what else is cool is it's coming in some colors now. So they've anodized the aluminum in a few different uh, the case in a few different colors. So they've oh, got like cool. a bright white anodized aluminum, hmm. the regular silver color, a new red one, and then a black one. The black one is extra sharp looking. Yeah, I do like the red. I feel like I would kind of get tired of it quickly though. But just looking at it on the shelf, I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. And you'd want to. Kind I of meant see to go. Person, but I meant to go back. And see what we were speculating about the price on this, and I forgot. But it is coming in at two hundred bucks. Yeah. So it's a VP Junior, and if we didn't mention it, it's got a tuner built right into the foot pedal of this thing. Right. So Much it's, it's like, we right. Like how how long are these things? It's just you still have your Junior, right? No, or no, I don't, you gave I don't it to have me. Squat. I didn't oh, think okay. I had no. I didn't have a junior. I had a full size. You, thing. you had a full size, which I have now. Yeah. Um, the junior is a little bit smaller. Jonas, what are you doing what the in the f- chat? Jonas, I, <laughs> is I it will working? Because I can't see. No, it's not working because he doesn't know the commands. Oh, roasted. <laughs> 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 Trying to pull up Savage Garden stats as though they're Pokemon. Well, good luck. <laughs> I'm gonna pull one of these. Warn. Jonas, for being a goon. <laughs> nope, I don't know him either. Nope. <laughs> Let's see if uh, I can pull up a meme about one. Savage Garden. Uh, this is great podcasting. Oh, Oop. he did it. What do we got? Oh, 
he brought, he brought up a, 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 a pitcher plant by the look of things. That's an absolute savage garden. <laughs> totally. This garden is so savage. Oh, my God. Anyway, anyway, it's a volume pedal okay. with the tuner built right in. So it does require a power supply, but it's really combining two utility pedals into one. Yeah. And it would free up some space on your pedal board. The screen is a touchscreen, and you can change like the, the tuner modes and the display types and stuff like that. Uh, the VP Junior is really the preferred size of volume pedal for many. Mm-hmm. I don't have one. I've thought about switching mine out, um, but it's really like I, I would save not save precious save, centimeters. Just pretty much, yeah. Um, but if I were to go buy a new one, it would certainly be a Junior. And I think if I were putting together an entirely new pedal board and new rig, I would really consider this. Right. I would want to see it in person and give it a feel because. Having a screen on pedals always feels a little risky to me. Um, just in in the are they fragile? You know, yeah, what if something falls yeah. on? Is it going to crack? And th- that's a thing I don't want to have to worry about because they're things you step on, as Guitar Center guy told me many years ago. But you could totally put put like an acrylic coating on the top of this, right? Something yeah, that yeah. could take some imp- quite a bit of impact. I I expect. The thing I don't love about this is that it says Ernie Ball right on the toe of the pedal. Really oh. big. They never said that before, but um, not, a, not a deal breaker. So do you feel like the delays regarding this had something to do with, um, are, isn't there some other pedal that, or pedal company that was essentially kind of coming up with the same thing yeah. shortly after yeah. they announced? So You're correct. I wonder uh, about Schnobel that. Tone, yeah. Schnobel Tone was making, they were putting TC electronic polytunes into VP Juniors manually. Like they were just oh, wow. machining them and doing it. And they were great. And they sold for a lot of money. They were really expensive, but they were kind of handmade, I think, uh-huh. for the most part. Actually, I'm going to look up um, Schnobel Tone um, Volume t- uh, Tuner Power. They did also put a Strymon power supply into one of these things. Whoa. <laughs> into a volume pedal. And it had like eight outputs on the side or six outputs. Here it is. Um, again, I'm going to post a link in the chat. Um, and I think you're right. I think it, it the delays had to have something to do with this. It uh, has but to I, be. I just posted in the chat the same company, Schnobletone. They were um, putting Strymon power supplies into volume pedals as well. Oh my God, look at these things. <laughs> <laughs> Oh so it's God. $620, but it features nine <laughs> DC outputs and a polytune right in the toe. <laughs> it's got 24 volt uh, in and through on the other side. <laughs> it's so absurd, right? Oh like it's God. totally uh let's just do this because we can kind of thing. Yeah. Holy that thing cow. must weigh a ton. <laughs> I've also seen um, they put a Polytune, maybe a Polytune Mini, into the Dunlop Mini expression pedal, which I have. is absurdly small. I'm surprised they could do it whatsoever, but they've done it. It's it's crazy. $900 (sighs) redos? So it's out. It's $200, and it is very interesting. I'm kind of curious to see if I see one on a pedal board in real life. Please note, we do not accept returns on pedals with custom added options. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. Like, that's, like that's all fair. the holes drilled into it and extra equipment put inside. 
<laughs> How much must it weigh? Those things were so heavy to begin yeah, with. I know. Right, plus a whole power supply. Jeez, um. Yeah. Amazing. All right, that's that. You know, well, the, the the thing that's tough about the volume pedal game yeah. is that I think of Ernie Ball volume pedal junior is like 80 bucks brand new. Right. Cause there's almost Maybe nothing 90. in there. That's why there's room for all this other shit. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> and used, you could certainly get one for 50 or 75 bucks. So to, uh, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. $200 volume pedal is tough, I think, but but you know, you know, a, but a tuner is a hundred bucks right there. Tuner's a hundred bucks when when it's in a good pedal form and stuff. And I mean, you could get those like snark things or whatever instead, I guess. Sure. But I don't know. Well, you don't get the mute with that. You'd have to use your volume knob on your guitar like some kind of animal, <laughs> like some monster. <laughs> oh boy. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hey. Hey. What pedal are you, genie. What are you thinking about? I'm thinking about this pedal I have from Pedal Genie. You thinking about it? You think maybe you want to chit-chat about it just a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's thank the Genie. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want. For one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers. Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month. The standard subscription includes shipping. So you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you. Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to PedalGenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. Whoop, whoop, Some weird whoop. stuff going in the uh, in the chat. Yep. Let's just uh, guitar. Just get rid of those. <laughs> 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 anyway, hey, um, do you have a pedal this week? Uh, I, I, I do. I do. Okay. I was um, yes, uh, and and I was gonna try to do like a um, uh, live. Demo. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay, um, yeah. do you want to do yours first? Sure. Okay. So I had I had a pedal that I was really excited to try and has been on my list for a while. Um, the Wampler Dual Fusion Tom Quail Signature Dual Overdrives. Ew. And the one that is in the show notes is the version two. I have the version one, which is a different shape. But as far as I can tell, all the controls are the uh, are the same. It's just in a okay. different enclosure. Gotcha. Um, actually, I will post a photo. Let me take a picture, camera. Yes, I will post a picture in the chat for you guys to just see real quick. Um, I think I actually prefer this size. It's kind of a more standard pedal shape. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the are, version two is like a double wide. DNA. Yeah. The version two has the soft, um, noiseless switching. Okay. And this one does this not. This has like, this one has clicky buttons. 
And I guess you could accidentally push them both together if you wanted. Um, the bigger one, they're further apart, so maybe you wouldn't bump them as easily. Okay. So, but anyway, um, Tom Quayle is a fusion guitarist, so he's like mixing jazz and rock and that kind of stuff together. So, okay. Very technically skilled musician. Uh, this is his custom overdrive with Wampler. It's basically two completely separate overdrive and distortion circuits in one. Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to very quietly and and nonchalantly hook up a pedal in the background while you did yours. It's all <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so, um, what's the deal? It's got two completely separate circuits in it and they work independently of each other. Mm -hmm. So on the left side, it is, or sorry, let me go on the right side setting or uh, pedal. Number one, channel one is the vintage voiced circuit. There's controls for tone, volume and drive. There's a mini toggle on that for fat or smooth. Okay. Okay. On channel two is modern. There's volume tone and gain instead of drive, and then a mini toggle for throaty or natural. Oh. Right? And then okay. there's a there's a mini toggle in between those two that says one into two, two into one, or separate. So okay. parallel? And the separate mean uh, parallel. I guess so, yeah. There's four jacks, <laughs> two ins, two outs, and then two foot switches. So what I thought I was getting oh, into was like so. I could have right. So I don't I'm not running any kind of stereo setup or anything like that. And I tried to do that and it was a little didn't really work for me. So let me explain why. It's got input one, output one, input two, output two. So like each side has an in and an out. So the I separate sure, the separate would be putting it in two different places in your pedal chain at the same time. That's what it is. Um Whereas one into one into two or two into one is going to bridge the output to the input, depending on which way it's set. So instead of using all four jacks, output one does not tie to input one, and that was the really confusing thing for me. It's like this pedal was just not working, or it was working in a very like half-assed way. It should if you set it to one into two, right? So uh, input one would then go to output two. So like you're going into channel one and out of channel two or into channel two and out of channel one. And that's how you would set the pedal order was with your inputs, not with the mini toggle. So if I was going into channel two and out of channel one, I have to move the mini toggle so the pedal knows that's what I'm doing from into the left position two into one. So I can't just switch the stacking order on the pedal. I have to unplug and replug my jacks, it just changed the stacking order. Then what's the switch for? The, uh, right. That's, this is the problem <laughs> I've had with this pedal. Okay, okay. So it's confusing as shit, right? So I plugged it in. Okay, I'll just go and try channel one at first. So I went in one, out one, and nothing happened. Like it just wouldn't really, wasn't doing anything mm. with any intention. You know, it sounded, it was changing the tone, but not in a desirable way. And I thought there's no way that this can be what this how it's is supposed, supposed to, to be. sound like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't really see the appeal for that. Like it's a cool routing feature and I'm sure there are rigs that would benefit from this. But I think 
having a, having the routing on a toggle switch and regular ins and outs is way more valuable. So have you tried going into one and then from the output of two into your amp and then yeah, just that, setting it's one into two? Yeah. Right. That's how it's supposed to be. But my point is like, if I wanted to change, if I wanted to stack two into one, it's not just a flip of a switch. Yeah, but I know why they they have to do that though because it they're they're bridging a connector inside, mm-hmm. and they have to tell the circuitry to bridge that connector. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. When you when you figure that out, it makes sense how okay. it works. <laughs> it's just that it's just, as far as like yeah. guitar player pedal brain goes, not that intuitive. I think. It's uh, it's a layer when of I'm complication see, compared to other pedals for sure. Yeah, especially it's a layer of complication when looking at how many other pedals out there are dual, dual channel that allow you to change the stacking order. It's yeah. all over the place. Because they like, don't Great. also include the option to have them as separate pedals with separate yeah. inputs and outputs so that you could put something in between them in the chain. Yeah. Yes. So that, like the routing stuff is a big feature of this pedal, yes. which I was not prepared for. I was mostly interested in the sounds, <laughs> and it became a struggle to get sounds. Like, interested and that, in the that's sound kind of, of a my, pedal? Derek. Right. What a revolutionary concept. What, what a weirdo. It, so I, I, I get what they're doing. I just don't really find it necessary. But it's some guy's custom pedal, so who am I to judge, right? Yeah. It's 260 bucks. Okay. That seems like a lot of money. It's a lot. I mean, what's the distortion sound like? I didn't really even play it that much because I was so frustrated. <laughs> oh. Yeah. These are the kind of it's reviews you it, get when the, you're getting yeah. the pedals from the genie. So <laughs> I, I'll do a demo. I will. Um, it's just in the, on top of that, I, I did play it for a while. I swapped all my cables around a bunch to see which one I liked more and which order I liked more. Yeah. And it wasn't really blowing me away. It was like, okay, it's it's adding some things. It's doing some amp-like compression and amp-like EQing. And I hear how this could be described as vintage and this one described as modern and this setting is throaty and this setting is fat and all that stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't like this is the best drive pedal combination ever created by by a long shot. And I don't know. I like Wampler. I like most of their stuff, I think. I've really realizing I've only tried a few things, but they've been pretty good for the most mm-hmm. part. And this was just like a oh, okay. Like not just not working, not jiving. Yeah. Well <sighs> yeah. what are you gonna do? Send it back to Pedal Genie. I mean it's it's do. not that much for two drives. Two separate drive pedals, yeah. yeah. Price wise, yeah. Because I mean, that being the main feature, that that's it. Like, and and essentially, for four possible drive sounds, right? But you can, yeah, you know, and, and being able to put them in yeah. different places. I kind of get it. You can actually I save. Get it. You can save some board space. Like if you had a totally. If you had a situation where you had two drives in two different kind of places, and you wanted them to have these different sounds, you know. Yeah. Um, um, I also think, I don't know, it was, um, I thought the sounds were fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had a hard time finding how they worked together. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like they, they, they didn't seem designed with intent for each other in a stacking idea. Huh. 
But I don't know. Maybe like if I was just kind of flustered with the whole thing, I might have just been <laughs> enough. Right. <laughs> I know what you mean. But I that's that's that this whole pedals. like. Yeah, this is that whole kind of, and it's a fucking distortion pedal, right? Like it should just work. It's the simplest yeah. type of pedal there is. Yeah, shouldn't and have I, a learning I, I curve. Hate it. Yeah, I, and I was not expecting that, and that kind of irritated me. So I just put it on the shelf. And I was like, Mah, I'll deal with this some other time, and I never did. So now we're talking about it, and I'm, and I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. What did you have? <laughs> uh, I have from Caroline the mm. Somersault Modulator. Mm. And I'm trying to find. Here we are. It was a page from their actual website. Here we are. The Somersault Lo Fi Modulator. I like Caroline Guitar Company. I do too. I like their graphics. I like the way they handle their business. I like, like that. business business or well, like no, um, like their pedal. The like I like the their, way their they pedal jam. Yeah. I like the way they they. I like their their oeuvre. You like their you like the way they pedal. I like the way they pedal so hard. Here, I'm gonna do a better <laughs> link. Caroline, somersault, low, thigh. Modulator. All right. Their um, their graphics remind me of Orange a little bit. Yeah, they're um, it, it's like um, what is it? It's um, onomatopoeia. What's, is oh. that when it's a a sound that represents a meaning? That's when it's a onomatopoeia is like like pow. It's a word that yeah. represents a sound. I thought. Okay, that I think that's what I meant. I think it's the graphics version of that. You're, you're it's well. I guess you could also say it's pictographs or. I think it's her- pictographs her- is really the term. Well, whatever. I think I had a very poetic of a way of describing that. Damn it! <laughs> so onomatopoeia <laughs> is the process of creating a word that phonetically imitates, resembles, or suggests the sound that it describes, such as zap, <laughs> bang, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Pow. Well, I, Stuff, I think it's very comic book. I think the way they label their knobs, Caroline, uh, is onomatopoeic. Onomatopoeic? <laughs> no, Derek. I meant what I <laughs> no, said. No, please get me off of this Google train. I <laughs> meant what I said. All right. Uh, okay. Sure. So I've never turned this on before this moment. So I'm just gonna do it. Shoot. So let's see what this sounds like. <laughs> yeah, this is working much better. Okay, so basically I've got the knob with the squares on it seems to be some kind of like a depth or intensity of process. Let's see okay. what this red one is here. Hmm. Okay, so that's interesting. So um, it also seems to behave like a depth or it might be like the number of mod cycles. But when I turn it almost all the way down, there's this little like record scratching thing. Like I oh, might be cool. flipping it over backwards. So it might be like a, 
Anyway, it'll be interesting to see because I'm going to go read the manual, of course, in a second. But So all the way up, it's really wobbly, and then all the way down, it scratches a little. Let me show you. Oh, cool. So that's yeah, me yeah. running it back and forth over like the last 10% of the knob. It says it makes bizarre wowie zowie sounds. Hey, that's wicked. <laughs> what's it say the what's it say the top left knob does? Uh I'm not actually seeing a manual here. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, you I meant the pedal itself the, makes wowie zowie yeah, sounds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um so there's a toggle that's like looks like sun and I don't know, sunset. <laughs> So that changed something about it. Uh, let's try it. That knob did something. <laughs> so it's like kind of a weird hybrid of vibrato chorus type stuff. Yeah, it is. It, it feels chorusy, maybe slightly phasery. I'm not pl- touching the speed knob yet. Um, the one with all the little dots seems to be like how many stages we're introducing. Okay, so. It- I found a site that says the controls are for offset, speed, depth, and mix. Oh, one of them is mix, huh? Oh, that must be top left. Yeah, so that's the top left is going to be a mix. Offset. Offset's probably the squares. You think offset's the squares? I think that's the mix. Because oh, really? when I, I turn it all the way down, it. it's like off. Oh, 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 okay. Or or it's offset to zero and then they're perfectly overlapping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I can make the the red one with the like the the red Wi-Fi symbol. I can make feel like a mix <laughs> now that I'm playing with it. Yeah, maybe that one's mix. <laughs> uh, Eric is mentioning in the chat it was possibly a boss clone. I'm not sure. I'm not seeing that. They're calling it like 80s chorus type sounds. Yeah. Which could be CE2 type thing. Sure. Um, I don't think anywhere on the site they're going to say, like, oh, this is a CE2 clone. But So we're going to do square wave you know. for a second. So this is with the the dots, the the knob with all the dots, which is like stages or something. Whereas when I turn it down, yeah, there's a lot fewer. So that that maybe that one counts as depth. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, so offset I guess, mix. Like, what do they mean by offset? Like, so offset. Well, maybe like like the way you can change like the phase relationship between the different. Yeah, like the actual waves are offset yeah. from each other. I think it will go back to triangle for a second. Um, turn the mix up. So the offset all the way down. It doesn't sound like the pedal is doing much. So I think maybe they're just lined up. So that's maximum what I think is the offset knob. Wow. Boy, a lot of that makes it feel kind of sicky, doesn't it? Yeah, seasick. It yeah. is 100% mixed, though. Uh, what is this other switch going to do? 
Oh. The sun and no, there's Whit- another switch. foot switch. So there's a oh that foot switch. So that's usually where like the, uh, Caroline does like the what do they call it? Like the, the hold or go crazy mode. Yeah. Th- um. What do they call that? Frig. Um. Chaos or Havoc switch. That's right. It seems Thank to be uh, turning. The, it seems to be like doubling the speed. Let's get a good so setting on, here. On the delay pedals. Yeah, okay. Yeah. On their cool. delay pedals that the havoc switch does like self oscillation. Right, right. Yeah, so it seems to be kind of doubling the speed now, which is kind cool. of a cool effect. I bet you could dial some very like syrupy usable lush tones mm-hmm. in with this. Can you boy. see what this uh sun versus sunset switch is doing? Um cuz I can't hear a huge change. Unfortunately, this their website doesn't have it has like an about like a description yeah. of the idea of the pedal, but no actual. Hmm. So it says um, tone. It just says tone. Yeah, so it Maybe could be like, like a dark, bright, bright, a bright, and a dark. Yeah, that makes sense. I yeah. can. I feel like I can hear that just a little bit. It's not dramatic. Yeah. Offset depth and mix, speed depth mix switches for the cool. tone, the shape of the modulation. I think it um, thinks the Havoc maxes the speed. We shall it test says that this. Here. So if I turn the speed all the way up, the Havoc should do nothing. I think he's right. Yeah. Yep. Dougie King for the win. He nailed it. Nailed it. He's right every time, folks. So far. <laughs> he's one for one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm really into Caroline Guitar Company. I just like yeah. the, the whole the cut of their jib, as you might say. Mm-hmm. It's very jibby. Um, I had is it the cut? May I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I had the made. No, I had the, the kilobyte lo-fi delay from them. That was. I've great. had that one too. I think. I like that pedal a lot. Yeah. Um, very crispy. Yeah, it was a good delay. It had a Mooner Knight on it. it. Sounded very bad, which is intentional. L- megabyte lo-fi delay computer. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's it's megabyte kilobyte. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Wave cannon. Have we had wave cannon? Wave cannon. That's the wave cannon. I think you did. It's the super distorter. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. <laughs> yep. One of the knobs is like the metal horns. That's pretty good. Oh, I've definitely had that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, loving cool, it. Man. Yeah, so that's that's a story. Um, another another home run from Caroline. If you like seasicky weirdo sounds, I mean, it'll do more than that, obviously. Well, so you say. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> the plot thickens. Yeah, I'm putting my guitar away. Okay, I'm or back. My new, my new favorite saying, the Charles Dickens. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like the plot thickens. Yes, the Charles Dickens. <laughs> oh, this I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to. You All have right. the correct reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Slick beans. Oh, man. Speaking of beans. I went and got myself really some non-perishable go foods this. at the store today. Oh, okay. Just kind of, it's it's almost, it's like the same as like winter storm preparedness, you know, like 
just in case the whole thing that's happening. Just in now. case the whole thing that's happening kind of keeps happening, and there there may be at some point about fourteen days that we all need to kind of stay inside our houses. So now I've just got lots of oh. canned stuff and just a ton of rice and stuff like that, and we'll be fine. Yeah, I guess as someone with a small child, the risk for that probably goes up, right? Well, actually, it's it's really. Um, not, not like the likelihood. I mean, like uh, exposure to other people and. Well, I su- I suppose yeah. I mean, if it kind of if it kind of gets there, they kind of want you to stay stay put. It, it's really not dangerous, mostly to people who aren't elderly. But um, yeah, no, I mean, like as opposed to me who works in an office and sees the same people every day versus like I don't know, man. I think you. <laughs> well, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, kids uh, kids touch each other and touch their mouths. Like, that's don't, what I mean. don't get me yeah, wrong. Like, but, you know, anyway. That's, um, I have never been more aware of how much I touch my own face. <laughs> it's, um, which is not, not yep. a great feeling. I, I made myself very aware of that, um, you know, having a young kid because I'm trying very hard to impress upon her good, uh, you know, virus avoidance techniques without, mm-hmm. without being a... a, a you know, uh, crazy person for, yeah, yeah. for lack of a good at all term. Um, you know, just teaching to wash hands a lot and, you know, stop touching your face kid. And, and then I kind of go, Oh, there's me doing it. <laughs> Got to fix that. <laughs> um, did you hear about New Hampshire guy? No. What is New Hampshire guy? So New Hampshire guy, there's a confirmed case here. Oh, okay. And, he was in a not not sick enough to be hospitalized, yeah, and was told to stay put, stay home, do the do the thing. Yep. This was a guy who worked in a Dartmouth Hitchcock Hospital facility. Oh, big big hospital thing out here, um, up near the Vermont border, kind of like up eighty nine yeah. area, um, out west. Decided to decided he was too cool for that. Broke quarantine and went out to a function. And has confirmed to have spread it to one other person. Oh. So, like, f- that guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, having a major, like, you know you're an asshole kind of moment to myself here. Um, yeah. So that, that's like, come on, bro. Like, stop. Just stop. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. It. We'll see, I guess. I mean, it... It it is what what it is, and the news is changing daily and stuff like that. But I I just thought yes, actually you know I found this. Um, hang on, keep talking. I'm going to Google a thing. Oh, um, <laughs> I was about to let you talk. Shoot. Uh, uh, hey everybody. Uh, today's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday. Oh shit. Happy birthday, right. Mama JN Tracks. Oh wait, we use our real names on this show. Happy birthday, Mama Newton. Grammy. Yeah. As my kiddo calls her. <laughs> Way to go. You did it. Go. Interactive this is an ArcGIS map created oh. by Johns Hopkins. Beep boop. There we go. My mom's um, in her oh. late 30s, by the way. <laughs> Interactive nice. map. Okay. Yeah, so it's got all the total confirmed cases and stuff. It's updating in real time, more or less. Like every few hours, oh, it's it updates. It's a lot more in Europe than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, well, Italy is totally under lockdown. Yeah. The, so you um, can click around, you can click any of these bubbles, and it'll tell you some information. Um, so there's like confirmed, dead, recovered, or active. Mm-hmm. 
So total recovered 55,398 as of the time of this recording. Yep. Total deaths 3383. Which is still like 10% of the average flu year. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and like, I'm trying, trying hard to not be that asshole. Um, that that's like, well, you know, well, but honestly, (laughs) you know, but it is, it It, is, I know. And, Um, and there, there's, there's always a balance of, uh, you know, virulence to how easily it spreads. And, you know, it's when those things meet at the right, right sort of vector that, that a virus really kind of goes crazy and the, the flu is really easy to spread, not particularly dangerous to most people. Yeah. It's the, um, you know, it's the, the speed at which it is moving. That is the scary thing. Yeah. Yep. I think. And it's also a thing that is just really in the public eye. So the Mm -hmm. flu spreads pretty dang quick. Yes. But it's way more common, I think, and people are not as afraid of it because it's a thing we hear about every year. But it kills way more people. (laughs) Way more people. Sure, 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 sure. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So total confirmed 98,369 as of today. Um, You know. Yep. Uh, no, really no, con- no confirmed map, in, in Ohio yet. They were worried about somebody at one of the colleges for a while, but then he got cleared. So what they're doing at the college I work at is they've lifted for 30 days. They have lifted the usage of PTO if you're feeling sick. Mm-hmm. So we don't have sick days. We just have paid time off. So uh, this big bank of paid time off that we have to use for sick days, vacation days, whatever uh, we want. Okay. Um, so if you're feeling sick or need to be quarantined and like for two weeks or whatever it is, uh, you don't have to use your PTO anymore for the next month, which is generous and very nice. Um, they're stopping all like faculty travel that was going to happen. There was some trip to France that was going to happen that they canceled. Uh, and they're pulling all, um, all study abroad students back to the U.S. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. pretty urgently. So. It's the it's pneumonia symptoms, so if you have oh, okay. a cold, um, you, um, it's not this, <laughs> but pneumonia symptoms uh, is what. I also like. I'm not. I don't mean to. How do we get on to make, this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't mean to make this a thing like right now because I'm not particularly feeling that bad about it at the moment. But I just like cannot deal with talking about this anymore. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I just, it's because I work in a place that sure. has other humans and there's things to buzz about, but like people are buzzing about this in the same way they get worked up about the weather, uh-huh. like about snowstorms or hurricanes, the same way they get yep. worked up about politics. It's like a, just a thing to latch on about at the water cooler. I, it's the first word I see in the morning and it's the last word I see at night. I cannot get away and it's enough to make me lose my mind. Like if you could die from exposure to conversation, <laughs> I would be the first one to go. Okay. All right. Well, message received. You know, I, we're not talking not, about but, the- but I preface this with saying like, I'm not saying that about today right now. Cause like we're all normal humans here that know what we're talking about, yeah. but it's just like the, this endless, Oh, did you hear this? And well, I don't know. I heard that and back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. And just like, please shut the f- up. <laughs> I'm trying to work. Like, just go wash your hands and leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yes, yeah. it's scary, I guess. And like, yes, this is a thing to be concerned about. But 
I got deadlines. <laughs> you know, it's not so bad that like the world has literally stopped working. So right. come on. And if we all have to, like, if it kind of does a little sweep through and we all have to stay in our homes for a while, it's not going to be that big a deal. And we're not, it's not like a tornado is going to come tear up our utilities. Um, you know, yeah. have, have food at your house and you'll be fine. Yeah. Dudes. It's just annoying. It's annoying to listen to. It's like every other week, I'm just constantly reminded how horrible things are all the time in one way or another. Yeah. Everything, I'm, I'm getting on this soapbox. Everything is like constantly, just walking through the world, I'm yeah. hit with 200% of everything. Yep. And, and in New Hampshire, it's tough during election season because of the primary and right. that ended and there's an end in sight for that. And it's finally some <laughs> relief about that, but <laughs> oh, it never um, ends. It's so bad. And now we have all moved on from that to talking about this like giant, you know, thing. People think it's going to turn them into some horrible monster that's going to kill them and their families. But I heard, hold on, because see, I was see, listening, see? No, I was listening to an, <laughs> another podcast that's not about this where somebody just speculated about what this was doing to Corona beer. Oh, and the, really? the co-host was like, Oh, well that actually I bet I bet their their sales go up because of all the extra like name stuff being thrown around. And then they bothered to Google it and they've lost like hundreds of millions oh, no. in, in revenue this year oh, no. because people are so stupid. People yes, you, if you think yeah. this, you are so, so, so stupid. People actually think and talk about and and share with their comrades that they think that Corona beer is where you get the coronavirus from and they stopped buying it, even though they used to buy it. You're so stupid. You are so stupid. And I'm talking to you if you are that person. You're so stupid. You should feel bad. I went to, um, I meant to mention this earlier. I went to PAX in between our last episodes, which is the oh, yeah. giant video game convention yeah. in Boston. Like, And it was a little bit concerning Right. When Sony decided to not go, yeah, uh, like the week before the conference, um, Sony backed out and then Square Enix backed out and Facebook Gaming backed out. Like a, a, a few big names were like, actually, we're not going to go because we're concerned about this. Um, place was still packed. There was like 70,000 people there. But the, um, the general sanitation was really stepped way, way up. And really for something like that, where there's a lot of touching, there's a lot of like mm-hmm. th- like common areas to, to handle controllers and keyboards and mice and cards and dice and all that stuff. In years past, there has really been a major shortage of hand sanitizer and wipes and things like that. So I hope they learn that it, it I mean, I'm not sick. I went to this huge thing and none of my friends are How sick. How long which ago is great. though? Uh, it was last weekend. Okay, because I think that I think the incubation on this is supposed. I'm sorry, to be no, it's fourteen days. A week ago, week ago tomorrow. So, um, sure, fine, but <laughs> I also I haven't gotten sick at one of these things. Knock on wood or whatever. Yeah. I haven't gotten you sick haven't at one of these the, things the, in uh, the past. The, the Pax Plague. Pax Plague. Yeah, whichever whichever letter we're using this for that particular conference. Yeah. Um, but what was great is they had lots of like please help yourself types of hand washy stations, which were nice. I think that should just be the norm at something where there's oh, hundred thousand people absolutely. walking around. Absolutely, 
any of yeah. that that behavior at a conference should that should be baseline when there are no viruses going around. Yeah, there were lots of masks and stuff, which I don't really <laughs> think were super necessary at PAX. Jonas is fast. Um. But yeah, I don't know. They, they've at work. They're really understanding. They're like, if you need to work from home for two weeks, do it, please. Yeah. yeah. Or if you need to not come in for two weeks, please do that. Which is nice. Um, uh-huh. So I'm just keeping to myself, hands in pockets, and if they're not in pockets, they're they're being washed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's a fine way to be every day. Yep. So anyway, anyway, that's probably um, about about time to call this off and and sign our call letters and thank our business partners. We're just like friggin' so annoyed at everything <laughs> I'm, all I'm the time tra- now. I'm gonna, let's let's everyone let's they, shake Derek out of it. To, post memes that uh, don't have to. Come on. <laughs> I'm just like constantly. It's like this thing in my brainstem now. That's like, hey, you should be worried about this probably. So, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be worried about it. I want to ignore it. I'm not allowed to ignore. It. It's like when people say, "Don't forget to vote." That's not what you mean. You can't forget. <laughs> You could. Not around here you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and the actually our voting location is like on my way out of the neighborhood. So it would nice. be very Mine's tough. on my way to work and that's very convenient for me. Yep. But it is literally impossible to forget when election day is in New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah. Hey Derek, what's the difference between phase and flange? The delay time. Which one's longer? I don't know, man. I think phase. <laughs> I'm pretty sure phase is no, longer. No, I think flange is longer. You no, know, because flange is really close to chorus, which is the shortest. Really? Yeah. Phase, flange, chorus. Right, because when you're moving like two microphones on a guitar cab, you can create a flame, a phaser effect. If you move one back and forth, like like further and and closer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I was thinking about the speed, not the time difference. Yep, yep. That's where I was mixed up. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and like tape flange is obviously made from tape. So. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. Doug's got it. Yep, that's a great YouTube channel, by the way. The guy has a wonderful Scottish accent. <laughs> it's friggin', <laughs> it's the best. It's so good. Um. Anyway, we should thank our patrons. You know what? Let's do it. Hey, I just want to mention we are probably about to like actually use some Patreon money for the first time to like upgrade some podcasting material. Mm-hmm. And that feels really good. So yeah. um, thank you guys for that. A shitload. <laughs> <laughs> many, many shitloads of thanks to you for that. It's not going to be that good. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> um yeah, it's uh, it's it's and and you know Jonah says it's about buying cheeseburgers and stuff, which is helpful for sure. But I do want to put that money back into the podcast, right? I mean, and we're so. covering like um, we don't we have set this up so that there are very little costs, like proper costs. But Expenses, there have there yeah. have been like hosting costs for, uh, I mean, well, really the only hosting cost has been a domain name, um, which is mm-hmm. not very much. Um, but we're gonna upgrade our. I think our upgrade our microphone situations just a little bit because they are kind of a pain in the butt right now because we were just making do with stuff that 
would sit on our desks. Um, so I think that's yeah. the plan anyway. We'll see. But and then there, there may be other other things down the line. But we, you know, we are intending to turn things around and stuff it back into the podcast uh, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep the money in the show. Yeah, there's always money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand, uh, and that money in this case seems to have come from our patrons, who are in no particular, well, in some particular order. Sort of, sort of. I don't know what the order is. It's semi-alphabetic, but it's also semi-reversed alphabetic, and it's also not that at all. Uh, But Sean Wright, Steve Huffman, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Kyle McIntyre, Jonas Sabatini, Eric Garibaldi, Doug Gann, Doug Chris, Doug King, and OG friend of the show Brian Rizzi. I nailed that, you guys. You did. That was a good one. Yeah, I'm feeling feeling good. Trip Dugs. <laughs> I'm definitely feeling more like we're just hanging out and talking yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if that makes for good podcasting or not, but. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> Meh. Uh, are you good, Derek? Any, any other words of wisdom you want to leave us with besides wash your um, goddamn hands? Oh, uh, here's the guitarist angle of all this. If you wash your hands, your strings will last longer. Oh, shit. Knowledge so bomb. Do that. You know, like it's a win-win. You aren't gross and your strings last longer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't be gross. The tone control. Don't be gross. Don't be gross. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, you should be a subscriber. You should join our Discord and chit-chat with us. And you should probably also leave a review. And your review should mention that you should that the re- readers of the review should join the Discord. And then we're all circling each other. So I think that's good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. All right. All right. To all the components out there in the tone control circuit, thanks for listening. And viruses. Yeah, man. Yeah.